In Jesus' mighty name. Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1 verse 17. So all the, design, all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David until the carrying away unto Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying and from the carrying away on into Babylon unto Christ is another 14 generations. When you take a look into this scripture, the first thing that comes to your face is what we call prophetic timelines. You see, if you will be able to execute your destiny, you should be, there is a place I'm going, you should be intelligent enough to understand the prophetic timelines. For a generation, depending on what you are trying to execute for your family, for your life, It was after my encounter when I was when I was 24 years old that I understood that there is a prophetic timeline to my own life. And that timeline comes every five years. And I checked back. I found out that the last time I had that kind of encounter was when I was 19 years. I checked again. The last time I had that kind of encounter was when I was 14 years. I was a student in DMJS those days, Dennis Memorial Grammar School. And one of my seniors sent me to go and buy bread around 11 p.m. On my way, I encountered two angels. The sight was too fearful. Another day, I was reading in a class around People have finished reading and they, they have gone. Somehow I was reading more than others, somehow. And I also saw another angel, but I wasn't used to those kind of things. I don't really, I'm not that kind of person. I'm more of a cerebral person. I like book. I like to think. I like logic. I don't even know why we are doing supernatural ministry. Because it has to take a lot of encounters for God to convince us that what we are doing is beyond logic. See, our faith is not logic, even though our faith is logical. Huh? That means you can explain our faith, but our faith is not explanation. Are you getting the point? Yes, you can... You can explain the things concerning your faith. But your faith is beyond that. It was then that I began to understand that there was a prophetic timeline after that one. Because another one now happened. After that one, I knew the next five years that God will occasion a visit. Do you know the implication? Do you know the implication of having this kind of knowledge? It means that you will understand that God, first of all, 
that God, no matter how much you pray and fast and do all those things, huh? God will come in five years. For some people, it's one year. For some people, it's three years. For some people, it's even ten years. That is called prophetic timeline. Now, this is on the positive side. Huh? Are you with me? There is also prophetic timeline on the negative. Hmm? If you want to understand on a family basis, join me in the next 10 minutes. I think you like this thing I'm saying. <laughs> if you want to understand, without this understanding, you will not even be able to, to break free from certain things that belaga your family. The reason is this. There are windows that are open in the spirit for you to be able to execute that kind of thing. Are you with me? Oh? Have you noticed that witches wait for some kind of alignments in constellations for them to be able to release some certain causes? Why is it that I don't have... Okay, let me try a little. Why is it that the outpouring was on the door of Pentecost? I hope you know Pentecost... Pentecost was a feast. It was not necessarily the event that took place in the upper room that is Pentecost. Are you aware? Pentecost was a feast. It's one of the feasts that the Jewish feast that they have. Have you bothered to check on the Jewish feast? Maybe we'll treat it one of these days. If you check, you will now see the significance. You will now know why the outpouring has to be on the day of Pentecost. For everything that is in the Torah and the prophets is a mirror of a reality that is about to come. So, Pentecost the feast is a mirror of Pentecost the reality. And on the day that they are having the ceremony of Pentecost the feast, Pentecost the reality came. Are you with me? That means if you are intelligent on those matters, if, if you are trained in the law, in the Jewish law, the Torah and everything for you to qualify as a master in that their law. You'll be skilled in understanding prophetic timelines. Actually, the basic the journey of a prophet in Israel, some of you think that the journey of a prophet in Israel starts by gifts. No. The journey of a prophet, a, an accurate prophet in Israel, prophetic ministry, starts with education, books. That is why a man like Daniel said, I, Daniel, understood by what? So he started journeying in books. It was in his journey in books that he now found out that there are things already captured in books not yet manifested. In his attempt to press him, then vistas were opened to him in his spirit and he encountered certain kind of gifts and equipment. His prophetic ministry progressed to the point that he has a prophetic angel. See, there are measures in the prophetic ministry. They are simple gifts. They are prophetic angels. They stand with you all the time. When you begin to function in that dimension, that means every seer has that angel. That means it seems as if they will function in their, with their gift at will. At will. At will. 
That means there is an angel there. So they can come and function. And this is how angels are sent on assignment. They are sent to persons, to assignments, to mandates. Are you with me? So when they are sent to you to minister or work with you, you can engage them and function. Meanwhile, in that engagement, probably God did not sanction it. Have you ever wondered why there is manifestation in certain aspects? Yet God did not sanction it. It means that these people have angels attached to them for many reasons. There are many reasons eh? that are answerable to the mandate of their calling. Now, these angels will go back to God. Now, first of all, if you demand that something happens, they will make sure it happens. Because that was the instruction that they were given before they came. But when they are through, they will now take report and say that you said we should do this and we did it. Now, if there is any need to reverse this, they will continue to do that until instruction comes from heaven to reverse the way they should operate with you. Are you getting the point? Until then, it will continue. That's how men like William Abraham function. I hope you know that the Karek that killed William Abraham, in the same Karek he raised his left hand. Because the wife died before him. The wife died before him. He took his left hand and commanded the wife to come back. The wife came back. Him, he now died. So even at the point of his death, huh, there are still things that is answerable to that man. So you need to understand prophetic timelines if it is possible. Watch. He said, so all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. Are you getting the point now? So if you study your family, let's use your family as an example. You will now notice that it is when they entered their early 40s that the problem started. Check, check, check all of them. I took time to check and I found out that there is a problem with early 40s. I took time to check and I found out that once the people are in 60, if they survive 60, they will live long. If they don't survive 60, they will die. They most likely will die in 60-something. It's prophetic timeline. Now, if you, if you have... Are you with me? If you have this kind of information, how do you save your own self? Prophetic timeline. There is prophetic timeline. Sometimes, the kind of attack that comes to set you back to square one comes at a certain point in the year. Is it not true? And at that point, it will come. You, if you are intelligent, you already know that it's going to come next year. It's going to come next year. So what do you do to prepare? It took me time to find out that there is an attack in December that Satan has to take me backwards. And I understood it. It took me time to understand. After some time, I started my answer to that is that I started going on retreat in December started going on retreat in, not to not to 
You might think I want to acquire something big. No. In the days that Jesus was tempted, huh? the Bible says he was fasting. He was on retreat. The retreat was to survive. But you will still fall. You will even know. Are you with me? Anyway, there are a few things I need to I need to show you today. Because um, to understand prophetic timelines, we might have to go back to what she's saying. What she's saying, she's more like, when she was speaking, she's more like she's crying out. Even she, she's in need of what she's preaching. Wisdom. Let me show you somewhere in the scripture. Show me Daniel chapter 4. Wisdom. The fundamental grace that is bestowed upon interpreters is wisdom. Now, listen, listen. I told you where to put your hand anytime you want to play. <laughs> this money. <laughs> we are sensitive beings in the spirit. It is futility if you are angry with us. Because the people walking with us, they will smite yourself. Somebody is trying to save you from foolishness and you decided to walk on the path. Huh? Remember what I told you people yesterday. If a man must execute his destiny, there are certain resources you need in abundant measure. Huh? And you would have heard in my other teachings and messages. I said that men gave up not because they want to, but because there is no tiring power. There is no tiring grace. Your father is not the first. The first man is Elijah. Man like Elijah. He came and said, I'm not better than my fathers. <laughs> Elijah. The man that called on fire. Elijah. The Lord God, whom I stand, and 400 of Baal's prophets were slaughtered in one day. Huh? He was a gatekeeper in Israel. When the king wanted to go out, he will say, Where are you going to? Where are you going to? Go back. If you refuse to go back, you say you will die. A man, Elijah the prophet, they teach bite. The day came, and the man, the man said, I want to die. I'm no better than my father's. I want to. He was begging for death. Do you know what that man saw? Elijah. Many of the mighty men we, we spoke about, they died doubting the things that they lived for. Many of the mighty men. I tell you, the reason is, I told you people that after wisdom, the next thing to seek is what? The thing is that, you think st strength is not power. Strength is not power. There are people very anointed, power everywhere, but they lack the inner capacity to survive adversity. Strength is what that inner capacity to survive adversity. Tough times. Pass through the seasons of breaking dry places and come into. Once, if you see a man that went through dry places and came into the oasis, then he went through by strength. 
is something that works inside. Most times I've seen that that is at work, praying tongues, praying tongues. That is at work in the life of people that that are, are so so weak that they are able to tell God, if you leave me, I will die. If you leave me, I have realized my infirmities. There is no possibility of executing this kind of assignment. I used to be strong. Well, now I found out I'm a bag of infirmity. Every man that John need, thinking he can survive, thinking he can make it, they failed. I mean, you will not even know, as she was saying, because there will be so much anointing, so much glory. A man that, that just finished a revival, a revival meeting at Mount Camel. He just came back from a revival meeting at Mount Camel. And he said, I'm no better than my fathers. Take me. We thought it was a joke. Prophetic timeline. John, the Baptist, appeared. The same thing. The same thing. He just used another word, but it's the same thing. Huh? They told him about the things that Jesus was doing. And then even him thought that the power of the Messiah is after the natural. And when the Messiah came, he refused to break any reed. He refused to do anything, show anything in the natural. His kingdom is spiritual. So when John waited, nothing happened. He sent them to ask him, are you the one we are waiting for? Or should we expect another? It was then that Jesus knew that his ministry has ended. Huh? He said, let's leave John. John has finished his work. He said, go and tell him that miracles are happening. Jesus knew that John has finished. Just like Elijah. When he said, I'm not better than my fathers. God knew that his ministry has ended. He said, go and anoint you. Anoint this Anoint this Your days are gone. It was strength that was missing. It was strength. not as if he wasn't strong before, but he didn't have the measure of strength that it takes to get to the end. I told you people by this time last year that I went to God crying. How does a man finish well? And I gave you people a few secrets to it. You might have to go back to it. I was tempted to teach it again, but I said, Let me leave you people, let the wise people know that the wisdom of just because we are in 2021 doesn't mean that what god said last year is not valid eh? how do you know we are in a new year <laughs> is the mortars that say it's a new year the mortars are still counting for you they dwell in eternity is a realm of infinity the dealings of last year continue this year because God has not fulfilled his measure in your life. The end is the fulfillment of God's measure in your life. Then a new chapter will open. A new chapter can open for you in June. And then you enter a new phase. People will say we are in the middle of the year. But the mortals have declared that a new season has opened to you. Just like she's saying. A new season, a new thing is not necessarily something new. It is when the fresh emphasis of the spirit comes. The fresh life and purpose of God comes upon a matter then it becomes new that word new is not necessary that you brought something new it means fresh kyanos. newness is freshness in God's context it's not necessary to pioneer another thing it means that there is a fresh emphasis fresh grace fresh life then you call it new 
Daniel chapter 4. When we are praying, what dropped in my heart? I didn't even know that she would go towards that end. Just a phrase. I don't know if we are going to encounter it very fast. Verse 8. If you are with me, say Amen. But at the last, Daniel came in before me, whose name was Bechazar, according to the name of my God, and in whom is the Spirit of the Holy God. That was this, the phrase God dropped for me while we were praying. I just said the Spirit. I just said the spirit of the holy gods. Actually, there are two phrases that came. I will leave the other one. I will use this one. This is what we are going to do today. In whom is the spirit of the holy gods? This is a junction in a generation, in a kingdom where the wisdom of the sorcerers has been exhausted. Where the power of witchcraft have been exhausted. Magicians, necromancers, they were not able to decode what is happening. A depth has to be reached so that we'll be able to bring interpretation to matters that is beyond human comprehension. We have tried. Even at first level, many of the things that Daniel was able to bring interpretation to was beyond his present capacity. And in many instances, that man has to go back. Sometimes he has to pray and fast. Sometimes he has to call some of his friends and say, let's pray so that God will reveal. Because they have a body. They have a body. They know that there is no possibility of making progress except interpretation is brought. That is the code of wise men in the spirit. The code of wise men is that they will have to um, get to the plane in the spirit where there is an there, there is robust interpretation, clarity on matters. Men that are not wise, once they hear, once they perceive, they will just jump out. They will now be in the middle of the matter and find out that they were not equipped with the requisite understanding that it takes to execute the project that God has given to them. And that is not the time to go back. So they have to see it. And say, let's pray now. We need interpretation. We need interpretation. Huh? God hides things up. And kings take it as honor to search it out. Are you an honorable man? Every seeker is honorable in the spirit. Because they are such men that they are not bothered about the fact that God hid the matter. They take pleasure in seeking it out. Secrets! Every man you see great, he 
is an embodiment of secrets that you are not aware of. Every man that is able to deliver in planes and places that others fail. It's an embodiment of secrets. You can think you are the same with him. Leave it. You are a shallow man. If you continue to think on that plane, you are shallow. Once you see a man able to execute and deliver on assignment that others are finding it hard, he, is, he has access to secrets. There is a spirit that is powering his living. Huh? Nebuchadnezzar doesn't have a name for that dimension of oppression. But he knows that this oppression is powered by a spirit. It's beyond the things that you can learn in books. He said that kind of oppression is the spirit of the Holy God. The spirit of the Holy God. Ah, as I speak this, I feel, I feel the Holy Ghost hovering over this meeting now. In confirmation of what we are saying. Are you with me? Are you with me? Oh, when I say are you with me, it's not in the natural. I mean, are you in the same plane where we are in the spirit? Because the same spirit of the Holy Ghost can bring a ministration to you. Nevertheless, you see, oh, what I want to say is that he might have to suspend your thinking. It is not necessarily an adventure that carries along your mental capacity. That is where men meet their waterloo. They, they want their mind to be carried along. You have not met the oppression of the Holy Ghost. Sometimes they have to suspend your thinking. Huh? They will come and tell you stand in the middle of the road, and then when you get to the middle of the road, I will not tell you what to do. And everything about your life, everything about what you have learned, is against standing in the middle of the road at that time. But he said, Stand there, and I will tell him, I will tell him, I will tell him. That's how the Holy Ghost operates. Because sometimes their oppression have to confirm the wisdom that has been present before them. So that if oh, a new a new thing a new thing is because those spirits begin to function. And the reason why God has to do it that way is that He is protecting you. Because if He functions by any other thing that is already known, Satan can trace it. Satan is more diligent in his studies than you, Dennis. Some of the studies he has been he has been doing research research for for 50 years for 100 years research work and he has library that is filled with information concerning your family concerning your life he is waiting any choice you make <laughs> see uh, if you want to be fruitful in your work in your journey in destiny you have to leave everything you are in the flesh you must seek the king in the spirit that is where you have advantage because if you go in the flesh, all the wisdom you will engage, Satan has researched it for years. Years. And, and his desire is that you will choose any of those parts. The desire of Satan is that you will choose any of those parts. And you even think you are making progress. But the one he has researched, and he has research papers with him. Huh? He, has, he has done his thesis on it. He has presented. And they gave him doctor. He has a doctorate in that kind of thing. That's where you, you want to engage him on a field where he has obtained a doctorate. And you, you are still doing trial and error. You are still in the lab testing, 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 testing. It is on testing basis you want to engage Satan. That is why 
sometimes when you engage destiny god will shut down every natural plane of wisdom and knowledge because the reason why he's shutting down is not because he's against you it's because he wants to shut those those portals even to satan every man that will try to gaze upon your destiny to try to track you down demons track you down causes track you down all the things that satan has intended put in place to track you down like he has tracked other men of god down other people in your family down he will try he will not find huh? because god shut them down so that you will seek him afresh and in seeking him a new portal will be open to you and the oppressions that will come from your life will be the testimony of nebuchadnezzar on Balthazar. he said operating him is the spirit of the holy thoughts we have not seen this kind of oppression before we have seen anointed men pass through our planes we have seen educated men we have seen men that did miracles signs and wonders huh? we have seen elijah anointing before we are not afraid of it so when 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 john wore the garment they they we are not afraid they were waiting for him they have research papers and when this is came just released Herodias. Herodias. And they arrested John and kept. And John said, Are you the one we are waiting for? Or should we expect another? You will still utter the same thing in a different language, in a different way. I said they have the research papers. That is why God shuts it down. Sometimes you seek for one year, for two years. You will think you are wasting time. No, God wants to, God wants to open up a new chamber. Satan have not known this one before. Eh? I need to tell you how Jesus was able to conquer Satan. Have you ever wondered? Have you ever wondered how did how was Jesus able to conquer Satan? Eh? He Jesus operated with wisdom that has not transversed this realm before. Every single thing that Satan taught is what he had as as weapons is in arsenal that he will use to conquer every man. On the day he brought it out from Jesus. He, Jesus took his weapon from him and used it against him. Huh? When he was trying to kill him, he killed him because that is how he did it. He did Elijah. He, he did John, cut his head, and all those kind of things. Jesus came again with a superior wisdom. This time around, Satan didn't know that death is the victory. Before Jesus came, death is the end. But in the days of Jesus, death is the victory. He said, if I be lifted up, if I, he said, I can't lift myself, but as the serpent was lifted up in the wilderness, if I be lifted up, I will draw. It was the wisdom of the Holy Ghost in oppression. That one Satan can't counter it. There is nothing in hell that have the capacity to counter it. Huh? There is no wisdom amongst the fallen angels that have the capacity to counter it. I hope you know those fallen angels fell with, with wisdom corrupted. Yes, there are cancers that are darkened. That is why when God wants to appear and he wants to show you mercy, he will first of all ask you, who is this one that darkened cancer? It is an attempt to rescue you from the ways of men and the ways of devils. By what wisdom was Nimrod building the Tower of Babel? By what wisdom? By what wisdom? 
Who taught him to sleep with his mother? Who taught him ancient things? Who taught men to shed blood? Who taught men to build weapons? Where did they find the wisdom from? Because even though man fell, it, that kind of wisdom is not given to humanity. Strange beings caught them. And if it is true that we operate beyond their realm, we have to operate by the wisdom of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, that wisdom. The magicians have operated. The sorcerers. The, the necromancers. They came to the end of their wit. God intentionally shut the portals to them. It was there that they realized that there is a realm of information that is beyond where any, any power can reach. Do you know why we see God daily? We come for 50 days. You need to break through the barrier in the spirit. And then meet a realm where the Holy Ghost operates. We are the very chambers of wisdom that inform the construction of the universe. Where councils, council meetings take place and matters are being discussed. And then men that operate within the earth realm become victims of the discussions that took place in those places. Eh? Where matters are discussed, <laughs> court sessions take place. Your matters are being discussed. Listen, listen. Sometimes when you pass through hard times, sometimes while you are sick, you are sick, but you don't know that your sickness, the period you are sick is a court session in heaven. And the matters concerning your destiny is being discussed. You are not, you have not entered the wisdom yet. That's why you think it's a sickness. It's a sickness. It's not a sickness. That's why you think hard times is no. Your matter is being deliberated in heaven. What are we going to do with this one? Now. Huh? Job appeared. And with all his wisdom, he has not operated in this kind of court before. I hope you know that the shortfall of, of Job was that despite all his wisdom, there is a plane that he has never entered. Huh? Even Lucifer has entered a certain place in that plane. And the reason why Lucifer had had advantage over him was because Lucifer operated in planes that Job has never entered. And when he came there, there was no representative for Job. Huh? That's why we press. We need to press beyond the realms that any power and wisdom of darkness has ever accessed. It is the wisdom of the Holy Ghost. Huh? It is when Daniel pressed into that realm, he found out that beyond the fact that we pray, that there is a possibility that our prayer will cause contention and warfare in heavenly places. But you, when you see warfare around your life, it will, you will think it's because, you will think, are you with me? You will think warfare is a sign of bad things. You won't know it's your prayer that caused heavenly wars. Heavenly wars came as a result of your intercession. Men wrong. Because in those days, people will begin to react in the natural. They will begin to do all kinds of things. Huh? You won't know that there, there is something that is happening. So when God came and met Job, he needed to bring him up to speed with the oppressions in that realm. He said, where are you? Where are you? When the morning stars sang into creation. Where are you? Where are you, Henry? 
if you are dead then you will be able to understand the oppressions of God in your life huh? where are you where is the pillars of this earth scientists say it's hanging on the earth but the mortar said there is a pillar whom do you believe the mortar said there is a pillar but men say that he's hanging in the air when you reach in the realm of reality you find that there is a pillar there is a pillar the bible said underneath us is the mighty hand of God huh he said that he is the one that sustains all things by the power of his word you are seeing the word of God as just as just verbal altercation but in the spirit there are structures pillars that have the capacity to suspend the earth huh? in the spirit that thing you see as word in the natural is a pillar in the spirit in whom is the wisdom of the holy gods when every man has tried his capacity there was abundance of revelation even the king was having revelation but there is there is no wisdom there is no and there is no wisdom there is no interpretation an attempt to interpret your life and your seasons is an effort in futility until you are endowed with a measure of wisdom huh? if you are not careful you still fall prey to the same thing yes except you are endowed with wisdom not just wisdom to understand wisdom to escape That is wisdom that brings you to the understanding of what is happening. Then there is strategy. Safta me strategy. I didn't hear you. Safta me strategy. How do we now do it? Huh? And then the angel of the Lord told Gideon. He said this. What we do is that you move around the wall. Once every seven days. At the end of seven days shout we are for the lord we are for gideon because what will happen there is that there will be a convergence huh? <laughs> there will be a convergence because when the man appeared to gideon gideon said are you with us are you is he gideon yeah joshua he said are you with us or you are, are you against us The man said, I'm not with anybody. Because what the man came to construct, are you with me? What the man came to construct was a replica of the encounter that took place in the book of Genesis chapter 31 and 32. When Jacob came back from his encounter with his father-in-law, Laban, when he finished, as soon as he stepped out, the Bible said in verse 1 of 32, that many angels met him on the way. Huh? And he released an utterance. He said that this place is Mahane. Mahane. Do you know where is Mahane? It's a place in the spirit. <laughs> Mahane. Mahane is a place in the spirit where the heavenly host meets with the earthly host. Huh? That was what the education that the Lord was trying to bring Joshua up to date with that this kind of war are you with me that the strategy for this kind of war 
is the strategy of the Mahanel. That just because the earthly army is ready doesn't mean we are ready to enter. We have to enter the plane in the spirit where we encounter the heavenly host. So the man came as the captain of the Lord's host. Huh? He said, continue to march. Continue to march. You will be marching in the natural until you meet us where we are in the spirit. For us, we are already there in the spirit. But you have to march seven days to meet us. And once you meet us, the plane in the spirit where you meet us is called Mahanen. The place of the convergence of the heavenly and earthly army. Ah, I tell you, many things you suffer. Many things that happen. There is, when we say, there is a plane in the spirit where the reality that houses the possibilities that you seek is domiciled. The strategic wisdom is how to get there. How do we get there? May you not be like any, any other ordinary man. The level of a fool, who is him? He doesn't know how to get to the city. He lacks the wisdom. Strategy, strategy. Joshua just came out, came out like this. He thought he was just it was just about strength it was just about the army he had he doesn't know that the what is keeping the territorial integrity of that 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 city was not just about the things that is natural when the heavenly army merged with the earthly army what happened to this it submerged we have never seen the kind before huh these men were marching around the city in the natural should i tell you what was happening another army was marching on the wall and he submerged. You have to find the plane in the spirit. There is one, his name is Bachaza. In him is the spirit of the Holy Ghost. In him. And the answer to the things that plague the family generation is resident in him. You have not been able to understand what is happening. We have experiences that we cannot even interpret. Here comes a man. Here comes a man. Here comes a man with the answer. He fellowships in places divine. He is ferried into the very wisdom of God himself. He dwells and encounters wise spirits. There are, there are wise spirits. The door is shut on a generation that thinks they know. A generation has appeared, and they think they know. Then the door, the door was shut on them, and their arrogance stinks on their face because they have refused to seek the Holy One of Zion. Huh? said the Lord when you seek me I will show you wisdom for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom why is a generation looking for wisdom when they have refused to fear me seek me seek me and I will take you beyond the planes 
of the wisdom that is abundant in babylon are you with me that is the only way we will conquer the last days the wisdom of the holy gods in this day in babylon all their wisdom failed in the day that the wisdom of babylon fails a, a, a troop will arise a tribe a remnant will arise and on them is resting the wisdom of the holy ghost are you in the number strategic wisdom have you not seen it will even get worse classroom counselors even the men that we will go on they don't even have the answer the wisdom of babylon failed their sorcery failed their necromancy failed witchcraft failed magicians failed the Chaldeans failed on that day a man has to appear operating in him is the wisdom of the holy gods ask god to take you to that place in the next in the next five minutes silambre toho sakabanta pariatele the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom why is a generation seeking wisdom why is a generation seeking a way out they have thought of all the ways they have never cared about the fear of god have you not noticed that in our generation the fear of the lord is 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 abating is going down people are doing everything except to fear god we have a generation that have irreverence yet they want to know god they want to seek and find his wisdom and the lord is hiding himself we need noble men we need honorable men the lord hides it is the honor of kings to search it out honor honor are you an honorable man take me lord take me lord Let me see your face and your glory. Let me know more. Take me, Lord, to your secrets. Take me by your hand to your holy. Let me see your face and your glory, Lord. Let me know you more than I know you more. Take me, Lord, to your secret place, Lord. Take me by your hand to your holy Let me see your face and your glory, Lord. Let me know you more 
your secret place, Lord. Ah, take me by your hand to your holy place. Let me see your face and your glory, Lord. Let me know you more than I am. Take me, Lord, to your secret Lord. It's a cry. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy is understanding. Why are men seeking wisdom and seeking understanding? Meanwhile, the mortals have given us the prescription. They said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom generation is seeking wisdom seeking the way out and they have abandoned their maker mighty master sabarianta kapeda men in whom dwells the wisdom of the holy gods men in whom dwells the wisdom of the Holy Ghost. strategy in the next one minute ask him to grant his strategy strategic insight strategic insight strategic insight
strategy and wisdom that you seek that the ways and the patterns the paths, the mode that you have taken has not been able to work God is protecting you so that the wisdom of darkness will not have the capacity to catch up with the plane of your oppression for the way of the Lord is a way of wisdom. I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord. That's not the key. I'm singing it so you find it. Is a way of wisdom. I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is a way of wisdom. I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is a way of wisdom. I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is the way of wisdom. I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is the way of wisdom. I choose the way. Of the Lord. Moses and Israelites would have asked the question, Why is the Lord taking us through the Red Sea? But it was there that he judged Pharaoh. And even they didn't pass through the Red Sea, God wouldn't have had the opportunity to judge Pharaoh.